listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. This is AfterBuzz TV for Season 7, Episode 13 of Desperate Housewives. Tonight's host is Roxy Stryer. Joining Roxy will be AfterBuzz co-hosts Jen Rouleau, Sharon May, Sarah Stretton, and Phil Svitek. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Desperate Housewives news and gossip. We want to hear from you, too. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 347-855-8269. That's 347-855-8269. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues. Roxy Stryer. Hello. Okay, so we just finished watching um, Desperate Housewives episode called "I'm Still Here." We are going to talk a little bit later about why it's called that. I think we all were a little confused. Different theories on that one. Um, but for a special segment, we're going to talk about parental relationships and different things involving that and your parents boyfriend, girlfriend, your relationship with your mom, etc. Just to recap really quickly, we saw a couple things go on in this episode. Susan with her dialysis, Lynette um, doing different things over there with her mom, Gabby and Carlos, and also the Bob, Lee, Renee situation. We see Paul and Beth and him finding out about who his mo- her mom is. And then we see Bree and Keith and Amber, one of the ex-girlfriends, come in with a boy named Charlie who is Keith's son. So that's a lot that we have to cover in this episode. I want to start all the way back with Susan. Um, Okay, she's going through dialysis. She's got a crabby, crabby, uh, I think she refers to him as her dialysis partner. Mm -hmm. It's a little interesting. And he's pissed. Can we blame him for the way he's acting? Or do we have no right to judge because four years is a freaking long time of your life. I mean, four years ago, I was still in high school, not knowing what the hell I was doing with myself. I know it gets different as you grow up. You guys are making faces <laughs> me like, what the hell? Is she? No, you know, four years is a really long time. So do we blame him for how he's feeling or not? I don't blame him. I mean, dialysis, I mean, obviously I've never done it, but it looks like it sucks. It, I, I don't even know much about it. What? You just it's sit there, like right? Six hours. You sit there. It's basically like they're cleaning your blood, like you, because your kidney can't—that's your kidney. It's function. crazy that we have the ability to do to something do that. like that, yeah. though. It's yeah, nice. but it's, it's nothing different than like a pacemaker, except you yeah, have to, you have to this, go sit there yeah. for like six hours. And it's really painful in your arms where they do the right, ugh, horrible. But you know, I don't blame him, and I think that Susan kind of pushed him, like. You know, he was crabby, but he was also just like, you know, I kind of want to be left alone. I just want to play Scrabble on my phone. And she kept pushing him. She was like, well, I want to talk. So you wouldn't have. If you had been Susan, you, you would have let him be. I would respectfully let him be. Because that's a very private thing. Yeah, yeah, I think I agree with you on that one. You know what? It's hard because, in her opinion, she was helping. Right. In his opinion, she was stepping way beyond where she should have stepped, you know? And everybody has the right to their own privacy. Yeah. 
And Especially she, going through something like that. Exactly. People handle things differently, and she didn't respect that. But that being said, he he was being obnoxious, you know? She was trying to help a lot. I thought it was so sweet when she brought in Scrabble. I you know, know, she was yeah. really trying really hard. And I don't know many people who would be that standoffish to her, you know? Yeah. I, I, I thought agree. that that was kind of wrong. What do you guys think? I mean, I personally think you can't really say, like, oh, you can't act that way. You can't be depressed. Because he's going through something that's really, 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 really difficult. And I think Susan was just kind of taking it too far. In my opinion, just kind Mm -hmm. of being annoying. And then I just remember that, like, thinking at the end, like, you see him get, like, really excited. Like, when his beaver ran off and he thought he might be, like, getting a kidney. And... It kind of made me think that maybe he shuts off because he's so, like, hurt and has hope. And it's like... How many times has he heard a beeper go off? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, he's been there for a long time. Maybe it's just, like... But he still has some sort of hope in him, which, like, just really, like, pulled up my heartstrings. Yeah, I thought it was really, really rude of her, though, when she said... Oh, you're waiting for a kidney. I know how that feels. I know she's been waiting for a yeah, week. Yeah, you've been waiting for a week. Like I, I can't, I can't stress enough. Four years. Like that's no walk in the park, yeah. right there. You know. I thought that was really rude of her, like you were saying before. And at the same time, though, I'm looking at him, and he's he claims that he didn't care that it's about somebody dying, which was a really interesting point. I hadn't thought about that. When you hear the beeper. You celebrate, but it means that somebody just died, you know? Usually so, a young person. Exactly, exactly, because otherwise they're not eligible for a transplant. Mm-hmm. So that really made sense to me. And I got that until finally we see a beeper go off, and he didn't look like, oh, crap, someone just died. He looked like, oh, my God, maybe this is the last time I have to do this. I think that's what he was saying, though, in that speech. That's what made it really good, right. was that he was saying it sucks because we're getting excited about someone dying. Mm-hmm. And who, who does that make us? That makes us bad people. Yeah. You know what I love, though, is we're getting a lot of really different, really interesting storylines here. Yeah. This from episode, minor characters, yeah, which is cool. Exactly. A lot of different ones. Okay, cool. what are you thinking? What are you thinking about whether we feel bad for him or whether he's in the right or what's going on there? I just feel like... It I, I doesn't justify um, dickish behavior. You know, that's yeah. you know, well, sh- funny comment, uh, right? Pun intended. Well, we're I talking guess. about it, it's interesting to get his take on the whole notion of you know uh, that that it's someone so, sort of dying um, to help him. But at the same time, um, we may have discussed it on this show. But being an organ donor, I believe it was you, Jen. Yes or no? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where people choose to be an organ donor because they. They think, okay, if, if in ca- worst case scenario that happens to me, I want to do something good. Right. And so, you know what I mean? Right. That, um, that is there's true. that side, too. That is true. That is true. But I don't think anybody signs off to being an organ donor saying, oh, dear gosh, I hope I get to donate my organs. Yeah. I think they sign off saying, crap, if something happens to me. In the event that something tragic yeah. happens that you hope to save someone else's yeah. life. Nobody's licensed picture has a little, little heart in the bottom of it because they're like, I hope I die so somebody can have my organs. That being said, I know what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But I don't know. I I just, I I used to work at a hospital. I've been around a lot of sick people for the majority of my life. And I never once has it crossed my mind that, like, when people are happy because they get, I I used to go up to the 10th floor children's hospital, and that was um, lung transplants and liver transplants and, and everything like that. And, people would just be the happiest. Everybody's crying, parents yeah. are crying, you know. And every time I was just like, 
well, hell yeah, good job, like that, wow. But I never really thought about who was that person who died? Who? What about their family? What are they thinking right now? I don't know. That that really Very hit home for me. Situation. Yeah, and and that sucked. And I was glad that they added that into the episode because usually it is just happy. You know, mm-hmm. somebody gets something. You're like, oh, well, that doesn't always happen in real life, but it's on TV, and I'll stretch my imagination and blah blah blah. And also that the boy who was getting the transplant was younger, so he's probably higher up on the list. Even though he hadn't been waiting as long because he has longer to live. Or he just has a more compatible blood type. That is true as well. You know. So I I think that sucks. Like, watching somebody, this younger guy, get what you've been waiting for for so long. Well, you don't know how long he is waiting. I feel like that was never meant to. That's true. That is true. true. He could have been waiting for 10 years. You never know. That is definitely true. No, I, I agree with that. But still, like, yeah, I would think that maybe being there for four years, you probably see the same people a lot, like... Maybe he knew when that guy came in. I think he probably knew. Yeah. And, right. Know. And I'm sure it's so taxing on the soul. So, I mean, I know. Yeah, it how is. can I judge exactly. what it feels like? That's what I was thinking. When I was watching it first, I was like, geez, what an asshole. And then I was like, oh, wow, now I feel bad. Yeah. I shouldn't have just said right. that. But like, I understand his desire for privacy. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. You never know how you're going to react if you were in that situation, mm-hmm. you know? Which yeah. hopefully none of us are ever in. That just okay. seemed yeah. like, I know, knock, Seriously. knock on wood, this table's made of glass for people are having Knock on our heads. So we all just reached up. All right, moving on, though, to things that aren't as sad, but another interesting storyline with Lynette and her mother. Did anybody catch her mom's name? No? Uh, no. Okay. No. We'll, we'll, just, we'll just call her Lynette's. Mom. Um, <laughs> so Lynette's mom marrying this guy for what we see. She's marrying him for money. That's what we hear. I kind of thought that was funny, and I thought it was very funny how Tom was like, well, you know, Lynette, when... Money's going to come Yeah, out. who gets it? We do. And, and really, uh, is it Lynette's right to tell her mom who she can marry and for what reasons? So I, I understood why Lynette was upset, whatever. But then in the end, we see that it's not just for money reasons. It's because Lynette's mom feels needed. And, you know... Or wants to feel needed or wants, and, by somebody. Yeah, needs exactly. Mm-hmm. Needs to be needed. Uh, exactly. And, you know, I, this was interesting to me because I always think about my... My grandparents live out here, and I was always close to them growing up. But since I've moved out here, I go see them like three times a week. And my mom tells me that it just has made all the difference in the world to them, that they feel like, you know, they make me dinner, they do my laundry... Yes, I get my laundry spoiled. by my grandparents sometimes. Oh Very spoiled. So sometimes I'll sleep over there. I'll have homework. They'll they'll send packages for me. Aww. You know, like they do a lot of stuff for me. And and we wonder why Roxy is passing college. <laughs> How, <laughs> They're doing your homework too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Roxy's grandmother is getting her through college. Grammy and Papa, you know, they're helping me out. No, but it's it's interesting to me because sometimes I I know that they're helping me. But I don't really realize ever that I'm helping them, you right. know. Like, there are things I do for them, too. I go sh- grocery shopping for them or I'll go pick up something when they need, like, dry clean, whatever it is. But I didn't, I don't know, you, you don't think about when you're helping, when your grandparents are helping you, you don't really think about that you're helping them, yeah, you know. Yeah, it feels good for them to take care of you. Exactly. Yeah. And so, so that, that wanting to feel needed I thought was an interesting concept to touch on, too. Um, and that Lynette was very receptive to that. And I was a little surprised at that uh, because Lynette usually doesn't back down on things. And, and that was nice to me. I don't know if you guys think that she was being too harsh in the beginning, which was just about money. I mean, what if your mother told you she was remarrying somebody for money? 
Do you do you let her? Do you freak out? Do you try to convince her otherwise? Or do you support her, like Tom said? I mean, I think that in this situation, like, when it first came out that she was, like, thought it was all for money, I thought she was being too hard. I was kind of okay. like, you know, you're not really around. It's not like you live with her. It's not like you're involved in her everyday life. Like, let her do what she wants. She's obviously fine. She looks happy enough. Like, come on, give her a break. I feel if, like when your parents are that old, you really just have no business. Like, that's if, what I was thinking. Like, if she wants to marry him because he has a hot, like, swimming aerobics body, like, go for it. You know, when you're that old, anything that gets you through the day that just gives you a little bit of joy, whether it's money or water aerobics or your mall mm-hmm. jogs, just do it. I, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I agree with that entirely, mm-hmm. but the fact that he's this racist yeah, he's jerk, jerk, that's what I did That's what him. it is. If it's if she wanted to marry him for money, fine. If he has... If she, she didn't love that, whatever. He was such a jerk. But he had a couple redeeming moments. You have to give him that. Like, there was Tiny. that one point, like... <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see that at all. Okay, there was one point where, like, he was in the church, and, like, um, when his mom goes... Oh, my daughter thinks that I'm too good for you. And he's just like, you are. Come on. He acknowledges that he's a jerk. Yeah, (laughs) he knows he's a jerk. Okay, but does that make him less of a jerk, that he acknowledges that he's a jerk? No, those jokes, I mean, they were uncomfortable. When, with the waiter, it was uncomfortable. And I don't know if that was, like, real to me. I mean, I how many people... I mean, that's indicative of how Old a person people. is. Yeah. It's how they treat customer service people. Yeah. Exactly. Particularly wait stuff. I yeah. know. And I, I don't know if any of you guys noticed that. When he walked out, he said, goodbye, Lorraine. See you at the wedding. No, he said Lorraine. Like, get your future wife's daughter's name right. Yeah, exactly. It's Lynette. Like, come on now. Oh, I totally thought that that was, like... The mom's wife. I missed that moment, you too. Know, <laughs> and I was like, holy crap, if somebody, if my mom's future husband ever called me by the wrong name, let alone three days before the wedding, I'd like, be are oh, you come kidding? On. Maybe he's got he's Alzheimer's, old. come on now. He's not yeah, a one. Exactly. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> His mom's perfectly with, intact. I'm going to side with Tom, and as long as he's got money, whatever. Call me, call me Bob, call me Lorraine, call me whatever. What is wrong with you? He's old. He He's old. To, he just likes to play devil's yeah, advocate he here, just Phil. Likes to get us upset. <laughs> I'm agreeing with Phil here. I mean, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> I, I get. I think. Yeah, I'm on both sides here. Like I frequently am. Jesus, I get that. He has money. It's fine. Whatever. You don't have to love him to marry him, but he he also can't be an. A jerk, yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know. I think if I was old, I would rather be with somebody who sucked than be alone. Uh, just you know being what? perfectly honest. He's, uh, I think it comes down to he's not telling lies. You know, he's just saying it like it is. Maybe he should hold back, right? Am I right, girls? Oh my god! <laughs> you I already said it like himself. You are disgusting. Hold my <laughs> oh my god! Well, I have this face on right now. That's like I know. We're all just so displeased. <laughs> I know. I know. This is we an can't ongoing even look argument. at Phil. <laughs> this has been an ongoing argument, and I think it was, you know, fine. I'm not going to go further with it. But I think, you know, fine, whatever. So he forgets her name. Or doesn't uh, yeah. remember. I don't or doesn't even know. Whatever. He doesn't know his his daughter-in-law's name. Is that what it is? That he's met once. in total of three minutes. And it's not about her. She should have talked about it. You know, like, before I meet somebody's parents, I know their name if I'm serious with them. If I'm going to marry them, I better know their freaking relatives. I feel like they met, like, a week ago. I feel like it's Okay, not. I think this, that, that him calling Lynette Lorraine is forgivable. What's not forgivable is the way he treated the waiter. 
Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Have you guys all worked in uh, at a restaurant before? Yes. Yes. No. Well, we know Sharon tried to by lying on the I've grown up. I've grown up in restaurants. Okay. I I used to work at a bar. Yes. I lied. I got caught. I I used to work at a bar and grill in Boston, and I, I would say the majority of the people who came in were old, old, old men that were such disgusting pigs. Like, tap my ass when I walk yeah. by kind of pigs. You know, like, seriously, really, really gross guys. You gotta earn your tips. Oh, oh Phil. So gross. And no matter what, you learn that, no, but it's true, like, that, that you can't, I can't turn around and say, F off. Yeah. I say, uh-huh. And then I walk in the kitchen, I go, you can't believe what just happened to me. Yeah. But it's disgusting how people treat it's horrible. Servers sometimes. It's like, so horrible. Or I'd be behind the bar and I'd be like, yo, sweetheart, you know, you want to go grab me a beer or something? And it's like, no, no I, don't. I want you to get the hell out. Yeah. Of course I want to grab you a beer. What kind would you like? Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I, I just feel like, like that poor waiter, what do you say? But a waiter doesn't have a choice. A wife does. Yeah. A girlfriend does. You don't have to put up with somebody's crap like that, you know? And I get that she's old, but it's not like she was 95. Oh, you say she was 70? Yeah, mm. Late 70s. She could still have... <laughs> 77. All right, but she could still definitely have 10, 20 years left in her. Like, maybe not, but maybe. <laughs> 20 years. I'm just, I'm just saying. All right, nobody can, I'm moving on from this. You guys are killing me, man. Nobody's agreeing with me on anything, man. Okay, Gabby and Carlos. Oh my God! Oh, Freaking dog. The end man. of this storyline. I don't know. I hope so. It's so creepy. It's gotta, it's gotta be the end because no more doll. I, I mean, hope. if she goes to buy another she might doll, go. it's just just gone too far. At it's that gone point. too There's far already. No as far as I'm concerned. The tea party. What the that hell? Is weird. I got I got scared this week. I mean, last week that I kind of advocated. Weird. I thought she was going to keep it in the box in the yeah, closet. Yeah, you were I all didn't... for the doll last yeah, week. Yeah, I, were... I thought it was going to yeah. stay in the box. No, <laughs> no one thought that. No, I thought no, it was no staying in the box. I thought it was staying in the box. No, you didn't. Listen back. Listen back. No, I thought it was staying in the box. No, you Listen back. Listen back. You were talking about how it was I... so great and the children's therapy. And the children's therapy. You know, this, there's been research that proves that this doll really can help. I did not say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, said, I said, luckily we had my tape. It was we your master mighty ways, remember? <laughs> Oh, okay, I did like... <laughs> All right, let's let's share. Uh, so uh, right now. All right. Uh, guys. No, I'm not getting... Stop just, right now. This is rude of us. We're not giving her a fair chance. Mm, go ahead, Sarah. Mm. Tell us See, listen back. I said... That I did think the doll therapy was good. I also said that I thought she was going to keep it in the closet in a box, and we discussed how that what's her little daughter's name might find it because she goes through the closet. Oh, no, I did no, no, not no. think Juanita. she was Juanita. going to carry it around in a car seat. I think that's and insane. It, okay. <laughs> yeah. I think we all saw her purse. <laughs> I'm going to ask Corey to pull it up eventually. Not now. Please uh, not now, because you're not going to be able to find it. S- sometime next week, we'll have the answer. What it was that you actually said, because I do believe that it was something along the lines of, dolls are good. Yes. <laughs> dolls are good I for do the soul. think that if, to a certain level, it could have helped her. I think she took it way, way, okay, way, but, way okay, too but far. Okay, but that being said, we all agree at this point it's been taken too far, correct? Absolutely. Nobody's questioning that. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. All right. Mm-hmm. So, she takes it too far, and... 
Carlos. She risks her life for the yeah. doll. Jesus yeah. Christ. Okay, that's like, crazy. Really? There's a gun being pointed but, at her. Okay, but Carlos eventually, finally, way too late, but realizes, all right, something's wrong here. Yeah. And she almost got to shot to, to save and was not screaming out, my doll, was screaming out, my, my baby, baby, my baby. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I think we would agree. It's been taken a little too far. Way too far. This is not a good situation. And and poor Gabby. It's like she's not even on this planet right now. Yeah, it's uh, so strange. How, how can I, like talking about this before, how can you blame somebody when you clearly have no idea what they're going through, but at the same time, get it together, woman. Like, I know you have to go to therapy. Admit you have to go to therapy. Yeah, she like they say, to go to admit, admitting mm-hmm. is the first step, you know. And Carlos is willing to go with her. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, great. But he still wasn't that supportive. He never said, listen, I know this is really hard for you. We're going to get through this together. I think maybe we should see a therapist. Right, he wanted to squash he the He kind of jokingly said, honey, the two of us should go to a therapist. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't like the way he brought it up. He's I was dealing with it horribly. Horribly. Like, worst husband ward. Yeah, and I never felt that way about him. And it's just, I think it's because he just doesn't give a crap. I'm not no, sure. I think, I think it's that he's dealing with it. Or he it doesn't really know how. Way. I think mm-hmm. that he is probably also in a lot of pain about everything that happened with Grace. And his way of dealing with it, like the way men deal with a lot of things, is just, it's not going to exist. Just sweep it underneath the rug. You just come on and you know, know that's when she said, she goes, away. no, 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 no. You moment. said we would yeah, not talk about moment. this. That was your rule. Was and I thought about it and I was like, moment. that was his rule. And she was like throwing it in his face. And what's he going to say? Yeah, exactly. You know? That was so good. Uh, yeah. And, uh, talk about acting. Jeez. She's Kick She's really mm-hmm. butt right now, like out of yeah, yeah. Like really, instead of being just like this little model princess girl, yeah. uh, do you guys agree with me? I mean, you're yeah. looking at me like, ah, eh, whatever. She's just a face to look at. No, no. I think uh, acting wise, I mean, I think she's doing an amazing job. You just but, think the doll's really creepy? Oh, the doll is the creepiest thing I've ever seen. No, I, what would you do if that was happening in your household? No, what if you were Carlos? What if you were Carlos? Yeah, if you were Carlos, where do you go with this? Or if we all just started bringing dolls to after? I think we should. And ask you to come to the tea party. Well, <laughs> I mean, if, if, By the if, way, I've been meaning to ask you. Later tonight, tea party, me and my doll. <laughs> I think you just lost your whatever boyfriend you had before. She put photos on Facebook. <laughs> but, I mean, you know... I know Sarah doesn't think it was a problem, but that's a huge problem to be if if, if you're that obsessed with it. And, I'm, I'm and maybe sure Sarah's getting yelled at for once, not yeah, me. Right. I mean, I just don't think like if if you have a doll, okay, like yeah, maybe Carlos didn't handle it in the best way, but it does need to be handled. And you know what? I can feel his pain. Uh, I'm not the best communicative guy either. Okay, handle um, how though? How do you handle something like this? I mean, the fact, okay, at least he brought it up. There's some guys who would just be like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. It's oh just to avoid God. confrontation. That's true. Okay. So the That's fact true. that he even brought it up, uh, I know Jen's boyfriend, for an example, he'd probably just be like, okay, creepy. Yeah, yeah. And not say another <laughs> word except to himself. My boyfriend will avoid conflict. At all costs. At all costs. We got in a huge argument this week just because we were, you know, just on this fantastic I thought, I thought no argues. Oh, we argue all the time. Oh, yeah. a lot of argue. Oh, we argue all the time. Well, it's, it's mostly just me <laughs> it's yelling. Just and doing all arguing, though. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Him smiling and nodding. Okay, yeah. sweetheart. Actually, more like him on his computer and then going, what? Uh-huh, uh-huh, what? Huh? What'd you say? What'd you say, babe? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which drives her even more yeah, crazy. It's pretty, pretty bad. Anyway, you know, it's... It, no, I see what you're saying, Phil. It's about avoiding conflict at all costs, and so it's good... It's good that 
that Carlos brought it up and at least acknowledged the crazy doll situation. Because I think you're right. Jen's boyfriend would definitely just... Did, did Jen just refer to Jen's boyfriend In as Jen? Yes. <laughs> I was just checking. You know, nothing wrong with that. Crazy doll woman. Let's come out of Jen. Is my doll's boyfriend? Uh, on the subject, though, of dolls and kids. So Gabby claims she's getting this doll for Bob and Lee. She's not. No. But But it was a nice excuse. It it, it lasted for a little bit. I thought she was gonna like steal what's her name's doll and like give it to them or something. Yeah, Yeah, I know. I was was thinking something like that too, but but it didn't. And Bob and Lee get a daughter. (laughs) Sounds so weird. They get a (laughs) daughter they buy a daughter. That was weird. That anyway, we'll talk about this. A little weird. Daughter's adorable though. So cute. So Mm -hmm. cute. Excited to have a new kid on the street. Um I was thinking maybe MJ and this little girl. Oh, yeah. Maybe they can, like, have a little oh, yeah. romance yeah, there. Yeah, a little kindergarten romance. Maybe I should just write for the show, too. Very telling of how Roxy yeah, was at it's that like, age. It's like, um, I don't know. I mean, Nick Mead Fox was the hottest. <laughs> oh, my God. I had the biggest crush. Anyway, so we see Bob and Lee. They get their new daughter. And the first place they stop is the first play. The first place they stop is at Renee's. I thought that was so weird. That whole scene. I didn't think it was like well written. You thought forced? It was like ding dong. Oh hi. We just, we really wanted you to be the first one on the street to meet our daughter. And the adopted daughter's just like, hi. Like, I don't think that that's like. Nobody could just see you right now, but like perfect imitation with the (laughs) eyes wide, like head tilted a little. Hello. Like, who does (laughs) that? Like, hi, welcome to our home. We're your new dads. Like, let's go parade you around the block. More so than that, like, she she walks up, like, who is this woman? And I don't even know who you guys are yet. You just adopted me. Like, who is this woman you're taking me to? And they were like, we just picked her up from the airport. Like, God, let the girl unpack her stuff first. Get settled a little. (laughs) Like, I just thought it was weird. I thought the scene was weird, definitely, like just completely awkward and it's like oh now we're gonna walk away but I did like the whole point behind it of yeah, like how they are gonna include like, so I'm talking about got a lot of really good storylines going on interesting that Renee is interested in having a kid yeah mm. and then she got very nostalgic you think it's connected to I, mom I, I don't know and she always always says no kids allowed at my house no kids allowed at this party whatever yeah, no kids no kids and it kind of makes sense you know if you always wanted something Never had it. Can't be around it. Can't be around or it. Or maybe she could just get a doll, and then her and Gabby could just take their <laughs> dolls. I think yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, that's that a great solution. You know, that might be a really... And then and then we could have the season finale, and there could it be could no just, more Desperate Housewives. <laughs> I think that... Wow. Just dolls. But then we're out of the job, so... We really are. We shouldn't have even suggested it. Don't, don't, don't. No. Mark Sherry, if you're listening... Well, I, I, I like my uh, The Desperate Housewives, The Young Years with starring Jen. the likes of Just Roxy, yeah. Sarah, Sharon, and Jen. And, and our dolls. Uh, yeah. Our yeah. like dolls. And and our our boyfriends, our husbands. Oh, my God. Oh my no, God. we'll leave them out. Yeah. <laughs> but we have to be housewives. Phil, who are you going to be? Brian Austin Green? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell oh, yeah. my goodness. Okay, well, anyway, though, I, we think that's a nice scene, but poorly done. Uh, I thought it was a little awkward as well. Renee kind of... Did a little smile, nod. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't really tell, but the room was very adorable that she created, and I was—I couldn't tell whether she was gonna make a room and they were gonna be like, "Oh God, this yeah, room is horrible." Or whether it was gonna be nice, and it was really nice, so I liked that. Uh, but 
pretty much that's the only thing that I have to say. I mean, waiting till predictions, that's pretty much all I have to say about their little Bob, Lee, Renee. Yeah, that storyline. Or old Auntie Renee, whatever it yeah, is. Uh, but moving on to Bree and Keith. So we see this woman, Amber, who is beautiful, by the way. Stunning. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, and we see them, and uh, she comes, and she lets Bree know that she has a boy. A little more complicated than that. Uh, first, she comes to the house and just kind of looks for Keith and, and is looking awkward. to rekindle things, and it's awkward. I'm even talking about it awkwardly right now, like trying to recap what even happened. It was a weird situation. Um, but in the end, we see Bree lie. Yeah. Straight up. No, nothing to say other than that. She lies about it. And offering hush money. Exactly. But Amber doesn't know it's hush money. No. No. What do you do if you had been Bree? Do you risk losing Keith? Because he does admit that he at one point loved Amber. He has admitted that he wanted a son. And I'm not saying she definitely would lose him. I'm saying risk potentially losing him. Or do you, like they say cut something off so that something beautiful can keep growing. But you, like, mm. Oh, I was just thinking, you completely tell him. Yeah, I Like, disagree. it's his kid. Mm-hmm. You're, like, yeah. taking a father away from a child. Like, what are you thinking? Oh, my gosh, you don't even, you're not married, you're not engaged, you put off an engagement. She was way like, out of line. What are yeah. you thinking? Who gives you the right to decide, like, oh, I'm going to take away um, a father, I'm going to take away your son, Oh, all because this relationship might work out. I mean, you're I mean, robbing that child of an invaluable relationship, which is the relationship mm-hmm. with his father, and no one has the right to do that. The only yeah, person, I was going to say, what nerve? Yeah, the only person that could make that choice is Keith, and if he made that choice, he would be a bad person, but he's the only one. You think that would make him a bad person? If he said, I don't want to have any relationship with my child... Oh, I thought you were yeah. saying if he said, Bree, I can't be with you. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think that would be fine. But I mean, I... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Whatever. No, I think that would be fine. I think I that too. I think you should sacrifice anything for your children, whether it's boyfriends, girlfriends, children mm-hmm. or, should always be first. Mm-hmm. Should okay. always be first. This is why I'm never going to have kids. <laughs> you say this now, Roxy. Give it like five, six, if, seven. Oh, here's my opinion. We'll talk you, about it. We'll talk about it in family in our special segment. Should we talk about it there? Fine. I just don't I like. Thought, I just I don't we were like saving all of that. Yeah, we'll, wait. we'll wait. We'll wait. But anyway, so I, I'm in agreement here. I think she made a horrible choice, and I think she already started to regret it when she was cutting the roses. I think you could see. How do you go back on that? How in She's stuck now. It's how bound you, to resurface. How I mean, do you how does something oh, like obviously. this go away? I you found know? out you have a beautiful child, and not only did I say that I told you to to the baby's mother, I also gave her a large sum of money so she would go away. Yeah, I wanted them to show us the check. Mm. Me too. I wanted so how much it was worth. Right? What do you think, like? Ten thousand? Five bucks. No way. Couldn't have been ten thousand. You don't think so? With so big. I oh, see. I was thinking really? more. With really? Bree, yeah, I was kind of thinking it was gonna be like twenty five thousand dollars. Bree's like, loaded. Remember her cooking yeah, thing, whatever that was, yeah. and then divorce and getting Orson's money and whatever. She's got money. Yeah, she's got money. And she really feels guilty. I mean, I don't think it was like two hundred dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, what could that buy you in this like, world? What's an awkward amount of money to give? Like, what's awkwardly small? I think $500 would be awkwardly small. So if she gives a 1000 or more, it's 
not yeah even with that i would say five thousand at the minimum yeah. yeah because that's six years of child support that this woman hasn't had yeah yeah that's why but to her own fault right but still i mean it's still money that she hasn't had but i don't feel like you can re- she really had the right to be like oh you, like i'm not obviously she didn't she didn't in the show ask for money or anything but i don't think she could have come in there and been like oh, I've had this kid for six years, and now I think you should pay me all this money because no, I didn't tell no. you. Like, I mean, I don't yeah. think she really... Such an awkward bad I wouldn't have situation. accepted the check. That's weird. Someone just shoving money in my hand? I just don't think I would... I think that Brie would have insisted. I, would have. I don't know if I would have cashed it. <laughs> I would have to. Don't <laughs> think about the Sally Mae loans. I would have taken it. I would have been like, oh, thank you. I would have too. I would have been like, oh, I was hoping to get, like, you know, a father for my kid out of this. Yeah. I guess I'll take I the money. I just think it's so interesting that she completely trusted Keith's girlfriend. I know. That's really sad that she did, huh? So what, what would you guys have done, then, if you had been Amber? Do you... Tell Keith yourself. Do you? I think you have. I would have wanted you to. Really yeah, wanted to. I yeah. came all this way. Yeah, yeah. but uh, you would have waited six years to do it. I mean, like things I, happen. You know. I mean. I mean, whatever choice. Like, I mean, we all make our choices for better or for worse. And you know, six years down the line. But you know, I think um, maybe she was probably scared to see him in the first place, and that's why it took six years. But you know, she was there for a reason. I think she should have just finally got up the courage and. He said, like, no, please yeah. listen, I need to see him. Yeah. That's the I choice want he wants. I need, yeah. him. She should have never accepted but the offer for Brie to tell him. I, Who does? No. I don't think Brie had any in, I don't think Brie had any intentions in that in that being the way it happened. I think because Brie didn't say, Oh no, you shouldn't tell him, I'll tell him. Uh, what happened was Amber said, I don't I'm know if I can do it him. and yeah. she said, Do you want me to help you? And then the dinner conversation somehow convinced Brie mm-hmm. that things wouldn't be the same and wouldn't be okay. You know? Yeah. If Keith had just said, no, I don't want a kid. I want you. I I lost interest in having a kid because I want to be with you and only you. I think Brie would have said, oh, well, good, because blah, 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 blah. You have a kid. You, yeah, because you have a kid. His name's Charlie. He's a gorgeous little boy. He's six years old. And, uh, oh, yeah, you're ex-girlfriend wants you back and is really really smoking hot like yeah. i lost a lot of respect for brie i did this. too i don't like it at all i think that the best thing for her to do would have been to organize a meeting between the two of them to remove herself and then to say to them you guys figure out whatever your relationship is whether it's just co-parenting or if you're going to try to make it work she should have just she you're right, has, it's not her business. She it's has not her children. business, but that's a, that is a lot to ask for but Brie to do. don't you think that as somebody that has kids, she should understand that that relationship is sacred, and she needs to remove herself, you know, just until he figures it out. She's I being just, so selfish. I think she was being so selfish. Very selfish, and the problem with this is, tomorrow when she wakes up and says, uh-oh, She's stuck. How do you I think undo the relationship's this? over now. Yeah. It's over now. Because either the guilt's going to eat her alive, or if she tells him the truth, how could he ever And the truth her? is probably going to surface. Oh, yeah. definitely. I was going to say, not not to get into predictions Just completely. Again, Phil, why we don't lie. Yeah. Well, if or, or, I was Brie, I, I, would, I would find a way to spin it in my favor. There's no and there way is a way. There is a way, and no, I will give it in no prediction. Way. I will oh, give I it in prediction. I, I, I was going to say, we'll talk more about it in prediction. It requires a lot of lying. A lot of masterminding. Oh, See, no. <laughs> but wait, wait, I want to talk more about it in predictions, but I'm just curious. 
how long do we think it's going to take for this to surface? Next episode or no. next? Two episodes. Two. Okay. I like the two. Yeah. I feel like they like to the throw suspense. something at you, take yeah. a break, and bring it back. Yeah. Okay. I could see it. All right, moving on from them, because I guess we, that's all we can say for now, Paul and Beth. Getting creepier right. and creepier. Are we, are we thinking that, I don't even know anymore at this point, are we thinking she shot him, this gun he recognizes, or are we thinking he was trying to kill her, why didn't, why didn't they go away together, I know I'm just throwing out all these questions, but like, what the heck is going on in this situation, and was he taking her to the cabin to kill her? My, I, I think so. It sounded I like he was going to so. off her. <laughs> like, I mean, there was the whole, what? Save the bullet one. there. Yeah. yeah but what a right. cliche yeah. thing. The double yeah. entendres were out of control. <laughs> like, so. <laughs> oh, and then, why, okay, so if we believe he was taking her to this cabin to kill her, why did he not take her? Because he recognized the gun. Because he knew the, it was his son's. And the investigators were there. Mm-hmm. He knew it was his son's? Yes. yes. Yeah, that's what I think, too. Yeah, he, he recognized he the knew gun. It was his, he definitely said, he's like, they were like, do you know whose gun is? And, like, I, he, like, slipped out or something. Like, yes. And he's like, well, I know for sure it's whose gun. It's, like, not. Oh, or, I thought that was him knowing for sure it was his wife's. Because remember when his wife came downstairs and pointed the gun at Susan? Do you remember that? Yeah. I mean, I think that he. Re- I think that it's Paul's gun, is what I think, and that his son stole it. Yeah, but I, how does he know his son stole? It? How does he know it wasn't his wife? His dead wife? No, uh, no, Beth. Oh. oh, yeah, I was what? curious about that too. Well, well, maybe he knows. That, that maybe he gave it as a gift to his son. I think it's a gun from no, the we past. Ju- we like, just saw that. Right. Yes. Maybe that, is that the gun that his. Literally, do you guys not remember last episode? Was, she yeah. she pulls the gun out from the cushion, yeah. and Bree goes. And Susan goes, I know that gun because you pulled it on me when I came over to your house. Susan knows nothing about guns. I feel like she looks at, like, all of them. Yeah, but they wouldn't have said that. They wouldn't have yeah, 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 been mentioned, you know? Like, I, I totally took something different away. I don't think that Paul was like, oh, that's my son's gun. You think that he knows that it's Beth's? I think he knows that it's his family's gun. I think he knows okay. that gun was in his house. Yeah. You know? I it's think definitely incriminating, whether it's his or yeah, Beth's or his son. But I don't... Uh, what what made you believe that he thought it was his son's, you know? like Well, first of all, like, he came in and completely was like, oh, and, like, and what I assumed was, like, I'm not going to kill Beth anymore. Went straight to the picture frame to look at his son, like, mind connection. Like, why would they have shown that? Like, oh, see, yeah, I, I, was thinking, I was thinking that he saw these guys, and now it's too obvious if he kills Beth, they're going to know because she was there. And he literally, They literally came and said something to him. And then what? He leaves the next day, comes back, Beth's missing. Like, I think that's why he was like, they're on to her. Then they're going to be on to me. I can't go back to jail. I don't know. That gun definitely has history for him, though. Yeah, that's for sure. That's what we definitely know. Whether sure. it's Beth's or his or something. Yeah, I just didn't I just didn't catch that, maybe that. It was the picture frame for me, too, that he went directly inside, said we're not going on the trip, and then looked at the picture of his son. What did it say then? I wish I could remember what the voiceover said about that. Um, killing something, cutting off. Like, it, it went to the flowers metaphor, yeah. the rose metaphor. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just say that scene between Paul and Beth in the bedroom, I thought was a really great scene. Yeah. I yeah. That that was really Do you think he was being great. very honest there and very... I did. Mm-hmm. I thought he was being really, really honest and that we got to see a different side of He's Paul. He's so tired of hating everybody. It's got to be so exhausting. I wrote that down. I go, wow, it sucks to hate everybody. Yeah, and he, his life is just 
totally run by this hatred and this anger and this and finally vitriol. finally he yeah. finds one person that he loves and finds out that she really has betrayed him yeah and the the problem is beth really loves paul yeah she really does and there's no way he'll ever believe that Mm-mm. you know like how could he knowing that the the start of the relationship was a lie you know yeah and we never really did figure out what her whole deal with like why why she wasn't sleeping with him and why she was weird and mm-hmm. I, I don't know she was a she was a virgin I thought it was just because, like, she originally was seeking information. Yeah. I think it's a combo. She was a virgin. She was... And had ulterior motives. Has anybody ever heard the actress speak in real life? Is that her actual voice? Because it just always sounds so fake to me. She's on Southland, by the way. She what? She's on, she's on Southland, which we also cover. I I, I saw her. Oh, and does she sound like that there, too? Is that a character choice? Uh, yeah, it's a character choice. I, uh, in Southland, she gets, like, two lines per episode, maybe, uh, so so I forget. Her voice doesn't sound like that? Mm, I don't know. Not to that extent. Do you guys, don't you, don't you think that? It just sounds so mm-hmm. fake and breathy to it me. sounds like Amy Adams to me. <laughs> or like <laughs> In every nuts. role but the fighter. Yeah, she drives me nuts. <laughs> really? No, but I, I don't know. It just sounds fake, and it, it bothers me. Yeah. And if it's her actual right, voice, so and I'm so on. sorry, but, like... <sighs> I don't know. She's just that really sheltered girl that, um, you know, that obviously Roxy isn't, but, uh... Ha ha! Ooh, dig! Ha ha! Ha ha! Ha ha! I mean, I I mean, what is the deal with everybody tearing me apart? It's a good thing I'm a tough girl, you know? Yeah, it's a good thing. Muscles. Watch out. Uh, we're making you strong. Oh. Oh, excuse me. If you can take our insults, you can take the insults that come your way later on in the world. Of the industry. Oh, yeah, show business. You know, I'm going to get torn apart all the time. Anyway, everybody's like, why is this girl talking about herself still? I'm not exactly sure. (laughs) Going back back to Paul and Beth, it's probably how Paul's feeling. Everybody's always ragging on him. Paul, I felt bad for him in that scene. Yeah, no, I I definitely felt bad for him, too. I can't feel bad for Paul. I just can't. I feel like it's his own fault. Why do people hate him in the first place? Because he, like, murdered his wife. Come yeah, on. whatever. You do a couple murders. On Wisteria Lane, everybody's killed somebody. So, I mean, it's fine. You can cry and everyone will forgive you. Yeah. Oh, that my God. That is true. Everybody, everyone's a murderer. Everybody's a everyone. rapist. Everyone's a... Paul's charismatic, you know. He has a lot of good qualities that we seem to forget. He's he smart. Cook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's good. Um, he's smart. It's okay that he's clever. Cunning. Seeing if everybody on Wisteria Lane has killed someone. At some point. We should, like, That'd one of those big charts to make connections. Yeah. I, bet so, I bet everyone has. Like, mm-hmm. whether they hit them with a car. Or, like, or, yeah, or how. Or a how gun, or strangled them, or... And even the kids Carlos. Love them. Mm. I bet we could find one. <laughs> we'll we'll find a killing there yeah. somewhere. Um, okay, but I, I want to cut to commercial before we go on to our special segment about parental relationships. Find out what the after buzz is about. Janice is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call at 347-855-8269. This television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's an experience. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Get in on the after buzz. 347-855-8269. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. Listen on iTunes. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Find us on Facebook. Your husband or your 
Sebastian. Follow us on Twitter. And then she's trying to kill him, so it justifies it. I'm like, oh, now it makes sense. And visit us at AfterBuzzTV.com. <laughs> the wig! The wig! Oh, come on, that wig! Come on, baby! No! What? Boardwalk Empire. Desperate Housewives. Glee. Gossip Girl. Breaking Bad. Mad Men. True Blood. The Walking Dead. Big Love. Jersey Shore. The Oscars. Celebrity Rehab. The Emmys. If it's hot, you can bet we'll be buzzing about it. Buzz. <laughs> That's what I always think of afterwards. Anyway, just because I'm in a weird mood. Oh, gosh. All right. Cutting to parental relationships. Um, the- How is your relationship with your mother? She calls in every now and then, Aww. Roxy. Do you love your mother? Oh, my goodness. Do I love my mother? Uh, we are very, you very, very You forgot her anniversary, I did not, by the way. I did not forget her anniversary. It is December 6th. I knew the anniversary. I forgot what day of the week it was. I forgot the date. Simple mistake. I.e., you forgot the anniversary. No, Horrible. she forgot, like, physically, like, what day it was in the mm-hmm. present when it was the day of her anniversary, their anniversary. Probably drunk or something, right? Yeah. I feel likely. like you're like Lynette to um, the grandmother where, you know, oh, well, yeah, I would have I would have wished you would have had oh, an anniversary. Oh, back off. Oh, Jeez. All right. My, my relationship with my parents, very simple. I am a daddy's girl. It's obnoxious to say. I always have been. My dad and I absolutely so close. My mom is my best friend. I do everything with my family. Very, very close to my parents. Uh, they are together. They're married. They are highly, highly in love. And um, they fight like there is no tomorrow. They're like that bickering couple. Less less so now, uh, I guess, with the years and stuff. But especially before, um, when I was younger, like throwing plates and yelling <laughs> and whatever. And I, I was always like, oh, my God, is this what love is like? <laughs> Yes. Maybe that's why I'm so messed up. But, but that's that's about uh, my two cents on my relationship with well, my I parents. I have another question for you because I cut you off earlier about what I wanted to hear. Was your opinion on what you want for a family? Okay. Zero kids. I want – you know what? I don't like babies. I think they're hideous. I want nothing to do with them. <laughs> I just don't. And I don't think a person should be a parent unless they can be 100% a parent. And I will never, I don't see a point in my life where I will be able to give 100% to my kids. Roxy, I swear that your hormones, like, might betray you. I swear down the line. People tell me that, but I don't know many girls. (laughs) I don't know many 20-year-old girls, though, that really don't want kids like I do. You know? I used to say that. And maybe. Maybe I will change. And now she, like, sees babies and starts crying. I swear. Yeah. It's really... I get excited about babies. You like, I used to get excited about dogs. Me. I know. Yeah, it, really... it bothers me. Oh, I don't like dogs either. I just don't like things like that. Like, like things that don't... <laughs> Roxy doesn't Roxy like things that take Little things that need to be needed. I love, <laughs> I love like people. That. I love conversations. I love to help people. I love to talk about things. I can't do that with a dog, and I can't do that with a baby. And, and that's me being honest. So you like, need full grown. I have a lot of pretty uh, in-depth conversation with my cats. Does that make you a strange person? No, you know what? My dad used to have a cat named Elvis that he found and, like, saved from being frozen. It was his best friend, and I would come so in. So much weirder than a doll. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I'd come in, and he'd be like, I know what you mean. Like, oh, my God, Dad. It's like me with my cats. Freaking weirdos. Anyway, though, <laughs> I, I don't I don't even know if I really want a husband. I'm just one of those people. I don't want to live. I don't want to be alone. But I'm one of those people who would love to partner. live. I would love to, even if I had three best girlfriends and the four of us were like, 
screw everybody else. We're living together for the rest of our lives, and we don't like, like anybody else. Like literally. <laughs> But that, I love that. I could, I could for sure do that. You know, I, I, I it's not that I am anti-love. I love love. Love is amazing. But I don't know if I can fully ever dedicate my somebody, dedicate myself to being with somebody and be able to give them everything they need because I, I've got to love me first. You know, I'm like. Maybe that will change. <laughs> and we hear it in the booth. And we heard it from out I gotta, here. I gotta love me first. Can we please? I support that. I've been told that. Wait, wait, you don't love yourself now? I mean, no, Rox, I've been told this, this, this is a bigger issue. I, I mean, gotta love we, me. You need a hug right now? No, what I'm serious. In all the years I've been going to therapy, because that's a lot of freaking years, my therapist always tells me that I've got to love me. Because you know, what? I do a lot of a lot of stuff for a lot of people. I know it doesn't seem like it. it seems like I'm an I'm an alcoholic crazy bitch who like goes around and only cares about herself. But like I put myself last almost always. And I, if I have a if I have a boyfriend, it's like I don't exist anymore. You have a boyfriend. I don't. I have a boyfriend. I have a boy right now that I'm seeing. She just flipped her hair. <laughs> she just like, batted her eyelashes. Like, I don't have a boyfriend. I literally met him five days ago, so to call him my boyfriend, and, and oh my god. did you go to Disneyland and all of that in the last five days? In the last five days, we went to Disneyland, Disneyland, Manhattan Beach, every bar ever exists, like, Oh my god, this kid's amazing. But anyway, he doesn't. He's not in my family, so it doesn't matter. I want to hear about your guys' family. Well, I want to. Well, here's a question. Oh no, um, the heat's still on. Right. Jesus. So, so Lynette is obviously telling her mom that she shouldn't get married or whatever. Um, now, I mainly in parental relationships, you hear the uh, parents pressuring the kids to get married and to have kids. Roxy, what about your parents? Would they? My parents. Okay. You don't want to have kids. You don't want to get married. You just want to smush. Smush. <laughs> How do your oh, parents God. feel Jersey about you speak. smushing? My, my parents, baby. I, have, I have a brother and a sister. So holding out the legacy has nothing to do with it. My parents don't think I'll ever have kids. They just don't see it. And where are you in succession, if you don't mind me asking? Are you the youngest? Middle I know, child. I'm, I'm the middle I'm the I'm middle, the middle child. child, too. I've got major MCS, middle child syndrome. Mm. Um, mm. I, okay, I they, they always say, when people say, like, no, you'll probably have kids, my parents will be like, no, we, we really don't think she will. I, I really just don't think it. I'm not looking for it. Like, it's just not like that. And they're totally fine with that. They think that's probably best. As for having a husband, they've seen me bring home. I had two serious boyfriends in the past. I've, I've had two serious boyfriends, um, one of which they absolutely love, one of which not as much. Um, but I think that they think that I'll end up getting married to somebody, and I think they're just crossing their fingers, hoping that it's not the one boy that I, you know, I, I don't know if you guys yeah, will have this. The guy, no, yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we, we've been on and off for five years, you know, and like I just ho- think they're hoping that's not him because like we've gone through way too much and there's too much baggage. Sure. But other than that, my parents are just very into me being happy. You know, that's great. That's good. And, that's very really good support. And, and that's good. Yeah, they're very that's good incredible. parenting. Totally supportive. My dad was in the entertainment business, so he's never been like, "Don't pursue this career." Uh, I've got just he some kick-ass parents, yeah. to be honest. Like. I'm a very, very lucky person. Um, but you guys all have different families, so I want to hear about them. Should I go left to right, right to left? Somebody want to jump in over here? Take your well, pick, I have take a your wacky pick. family. All I right. can tell you about parents getting remarried and dating. My father's been married four times. So he's a Ross from Friends? My dad is a player. Ooh, he is play, a player. Play. Like, Are you guys close? No, not at all. 
That's why I can say he's a player. <laughs> <laughs> he is a player. And my mom is just finalizing her second divorce. Okay. But she says she doesn't ever want to get married again. It, she, what, when were they married to each other? What number marriage was that? My, my mom was my dad's second. My dad was my mom's first. And okay. Did you get that the other way around? No. My mom was my dad's second wife. Okay. Mm-hmm. And my yeah. dad was my I thought I heard the other mom's. You know the history better than I do at this point. And then all together, I have eleven siblings. She Woo! has the most intricate family tree. Oh my god! How how many um full siblings? I have one full blooded brother and then two younger half sisters. And the rest are step. The rest are all step. Although one of them, my dad adopted, like from like because her father wasn't in the picture, so she's like legally my half sister. Do you know all of their birthdays? Yes. So, close family? Um, I'm pretty close to all of the siblings, yeah. And what's the age range here? The oldest, we're all really close in age. The oldest is 27, the youngest is 14. And oh, you're wow, not counting really your mom's close. side, right? You I don't am. count. Oh, you are? Mm-hmm. With Mr. San Francisco? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay, so who's Mr. San Francisco? Mr. San Francisco is my ex-stepdad, the one who my mom's getting divorced from now, who's a total jerk. Okay. And so jerk, jerk's all around. We think such, you're a jerk. Such a jerk. Such a bit. He, like... Mr. San Francisco sucks. Like, you suck, Mr. San Francisco. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I was like, Mr. San Francisco newspaper man. Yeah. he No, he sucks. He, like, runs a successful, well, was successful newspaper in San Francisco, and he sucks. He's a big butthead. And divorce is so nasty and ugly, and... I mean, I don't blame people that never want to get married because it it sucks to get divorced. But I still hold out hope, and I do want to get married. But oh, I wait, how long have you been with your boyfriend? Four and a half years. And you guys mm. seem to be, like, as serious as serious can be. Yeah, I think we're pretty serious. They yeah. live together. We live together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we live together, yes. We live together. <laughs> so, oh, yes. So are, have serious. you ruled out the possibility that you will marry either him or somebody eventually? I think I'll probably marry him eventually, but not soon. Okay. Give me, like, okay. five more years. <laughs> so you need time. Okay. And your siblings, do you have one that you're the closest with? I'm closest with my older brother, my full biological brother. Okay. How old? Yeah. He's 26. I'm, like, he's drilling married. you about your life. Yeah, he's married. He got married to his high school sweetheart. Oh. Yeah. Really I love sweet. it. And she oh. said that the reason that she wanted to marry him is because... He's the only person that's read more books than her. Wait, so has there ever been a uh, step-parent that you've liked? Yeah. I love my dad's, uh, one of his ex-wives, my stepmom. I still call her my stepmom, even though she's not anymore. Diana. She's the most fabulous woman in the world. So what happened? He's an idiot. He can't keep his... Wing wing. Wiener inside of his back. <laughs> He's a surgeon. Wing. He's like the most stereotypical surgeon you can find. He sleeps with all the nurses. He hangs that's out awesome. at the... He, yeah, he hangs out at the Excuse me, that's time. awesome. We're <laughs> kicking you out of the room, Phil. You suck. Corey, cover your face in there because you should be embarrassed to be a man at this point after what Phil does. Corey's like, what did I do? What did I do? Corey's bright red. Well, I want Corey on mic. Why can't Corey get on mic tonight? Phil, we're kicking you out. No, I'm I'm here to stay. I You're think saying, you can be my dad's apprentice. <laughs> I mean, we have we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of. Try to justify this right now. I would love to hear this. You, we, you have what? Okay, so I'm gonna tie it back to the show a little bit. Uh, you know, like Tom. Why would you want to do that? Is, is this an afterbuzz show? But, uh, <laughs> you know, Tom has confidence issues in the you know a couple episodes when he found out from Susan that he may have uh, 
or maybe well endowed, let's just say. Mm-hmm. That, uh, you know, Ew, he, I hope we're not going to talk about whether my father's <laughs> well endowed. No, 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 I'm not saying that. Okay. But what I'm saying is, you know, we have... Uh, I just didn't want that that's information that you I just really know. don't want to know. <laughs> oh, my God. Where is this oh going, my. Phil? How are you tying this back to the show now? <laughs> well, I had well, that wasn't yeah, tying but... it back. All right, so Tom's it, got a big it, dick. That's what he's trying to say. No, what I'm saying is, you know, um, we have confidence issues, and uh, you know, apparent. I don't know. I had it better planned than that. <laughs> anyway, confidence issues track. and my mastermind size plan of was the there. penis. Basically, I don't know. I just had. I guess uh, Jen's father has some confidence issues, and uh, you know, then he because it has a big. No, I'm not. <laughs> <speaking up. laughs> I don't want to know. Uh, <laughs> Traumatizing Jen. But we should tell this story. You should. Go get a doll. Go get a doll. This Can is, I suggest getting a doll? Uh, uh, she sure. Ha- <laughs> this is the best story about I'm awkward ready. parental dating. So, <laughs> dating. Oh, the text message. You told me this with the text dating. message that he texted. Yeah. yeah you said this. Wait, on, I haven't, I haven't, on the, no, you said it on the show. I remember oh, this. you have? Did you tell the story? Well, I, did, I definitely didn't make it up, did I? No, you didn't. Oh, yeah. So, no, the text did, did, did I tell you guys just in the screening room? Or did I, I feel like I haven't heard this. Maybe just because we're BFFs, so you just told me I want to buy lunches again. I feel like I haven't heard it. Do you remember the story? Okay, for our viewers, tell the story. Tell the story. The day of our acting showcase when Sharon and I were graduating from college we were doing the show and my dad sent me this really nice text message and he said you know best of luck from your biggest fan love you dad and I was like oh that's so sweet I was like oh that's nice whatever let's go do the show and then like two seconds later I get another text message and it's a picture and I'm like oh that's nice like maybe he sent me a picture of him like hugging (laughs) and I open up the picture and it's a really expensive bottle of wine and a loofah (laughs) and I was like what is this? <laughs> I've never heard this story. I was like, ew, oh my god. And then literally another 30 seconds later, it just said, wrong recipient, please delete. Too late. Oh Too god. late, daddy. <laughs> like, I would, I want to cry for you right now. It was so was... embarrassing. I never said anything about it. I didn't text him back. I didn't ever acknowledge it. I was like, I'm just going to pretend for his sake. Like, I didn't see it, because I can't even imagine how we would have that conversation. But I I have a question, though. Okay, so you say you guys aren't very close. No. Is it because of, like, that he's a player, or is it because just other random... He just wasn't around, really. Yeah. And he was, I mean, he has five families that he's juggling. Yeah, that's true. Still, that he's juggling. And he's a surgeon. And he's a very successful kidney transplant surgeon, actually, to tie it back to the show. Oh, Mm -hmm. wow. So he's always, you know... We should recommend him and see what he can do for our dear friend Susan. Susan. (laughs) I always tell people, you need a kidney, I know how you should. Anyway, okay, moving on. Uh, I want more family stories. I'm looking left, right, and center. Who is going to be the (laughs) next for all of my questions? I think we're going with Phil here. What's up? Bring it on. Okay. So, w- what about your family? Siblings? What's going no on? No siblings. Absolutely no siblings. Only, only child. child. That only explains child. so much. Everything. <laughs> and Corey nods his head. I was just oh, going to say that. Jeez. Only child does, So, so anything? Do you have cousins? Do you, of course, I got cousins. All right, but got, uh, who's the, who are your closest members of your family? Uh, well, unfortunately, well, um, my cousins are in Europe, so I have to spend the summers there. So I, I didn't. Get unfortunately, mm, I, I spend know. my summers in Europe. Well, I mean, I think I don't know. Uh, Which country? Uh, Slovakia, but um, interesting. Uh, it's, it's, maybe not. <laughs> 
Um, I mean, my Slovakia. All right, is, uh, let's go visit. It's, it's Spring a break. break, Slovakia. After, <laughs> after, after by Slovakia, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I just always think of uh, my relationship with my father has always been a tough. It's kind of like the stereotypical, like you know, father son relationship. They never really get along, and for me, it's not really, close. Not close. And for me, it's a worry of, uh, you know, I kind of like oftentimes think of like you know, as a male, you always want a male son, a, a male child. You know, absolutely, I don't want so no daughters. So you want kids? I don't know if so. I want kids, but if I, I, I have I kids. I don't want no daughters. I don't want me no daughters. <laughs> I don't want none of them women. <laughs> they have no, too much I'd be, trouble. I'd be the stereotypical father. No, you're not dating. No. Like, Put on some more clothes. If I had Roxy's daughter, oh my God. <laughs> my dad loves me. <laughs> and that's fine. That's... You know, but at the same time... I've got to stop, like, fun. making facial reactions and thinking yeah. anybody can see me. <laughs> yeah, Rock, you just had this really cute little, like, smile and like, squirrel And around. I looked around and was like, oh, right, I'm just with you guys. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> okay, anyway, keep going. So so you guys are not very close. I really, I really most MJ, I guess, you know. To MJ? <laughs> oh, MJ on the show. Your mama's boy? Aww. No, he's not a mama's boy. No, what do you mean? He's not a mama's yeah, boy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he no. is. No. So, so what is he? Exactly. Is he's he an only like, child. He's a lone wolf. So no, he's not. Susan has an older daughter. Yes. Yeah, really? Oh, I got <laughs> So you relate most to Bob and Lee's kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> to the adopted child. Well, and there we go. And that explains your entire life story right there. No, it, Phil relates most to the doll. <laughs> no, that is creepy. I know. Uh, we're killing Corey tonight. I love it. Right. I'm sorry my parents don't sex me like Jen's. <laughs> sex you. I was like, what the hell? I... Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. Okay, Let's so, move on to someone else here. So what is, what is something b- between you and your dad? Have you guys, do you guys have awkward conversations, or do you just not talk that much? Or, like, what's your deal? We never found a way to really uh, talk together. We never found a subject of interest, really. Did he ever give you the birds and the bees talk? Yeah, uh, kind of, uh, but I shut it down, and, uh, no. Shut up, Dad, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> no, it, it's like, it's like, the st- if, you know, <laughs> Roxy never stops talking in some sense, whereas me and my dad would just be like, uh, so, there's sex. I have a, no, I've no, got a right. birds and the bees yeah. story for oh, you sure. guys. Hey, does it have to do with family? Totally. Give it to us. Okay, sorry to interject. It's all we'll get back to you. No, like, we're done with this family. He had an interesting The Slovakian family. We're so going. Hey, I'll my resume or whatever. Go ahead. Fist pumps in Slovakia. What the hell are you doing? Okay. Shot, 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 shot. Tell us about your Okay, Jen knows this. Okay, so my mom gets everything from the Korean newspaper. And in this Korean newspaper, there was an article about this movie called Now and Then. It came out in what? Yeah, I remember that movie. I remember that. It was great. Those girls. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently in the Korean newspaper, they... Uh, told you exactly uh, what moment in the movie down to the minute and second that the birds and the bees talk happens. And so I'm Asian. I know you can't see this because there are no cameras here, but... Um, oh, I was going to be like, uh-huh. <laughs> I know, I get confused for uh-huh. so many things all the time. And um, um, my parents are immigrants from South Korea, and sex is not something that we talk about. So this was my mom's way of having our sex talk. 
We watched this movie together, and at the exact moment that the birds and the bees talk happened, my mom Wait, disappeared. what age are you? Oh, God, I must have been, like, 12 or something okay. like that. My mom disappears to the kitchen. She goes, and she chops up a whole plate of fruit. And by the time she gets back, the birds and the bees talk happened, and In that was it. Oh. In the movie, that was our conversation, and we went on and watched the rest of the film, never talked about it, and just ate our plate of fruit. But my favorite part about wow. that story is I love that movie. I've seen it like a gazillion times. And the birds and the bee talk in the movie is like wrong. It's like, do you remember it? It's like the mom. I don't comes remember. In, the mom comes in and she's like, honey, let me tell you something. Even though your friends are excited about boys, it's complicated. Every little boy has a watering can and every little girl has a garden. And sometimes the boys oh my feel God. like that's the talk. And <laughs> Does this bring it, back memories? And then it just fades out. They don't even, like, finish the talk. That's what I think is so funny, that that was, like, Sharon's introduction to <laughs> That's sex. why I was so confused for so many years. <laughs> and we'll be so... a virgin for life. And move. In her parents' eyes. <laughs> no, they think I'm going to have the second immaculate conception. If they only knew, but can I tell yeah. you, one time I had I went to Planned Parenthood. Uh, well, not just one time, but you know, and they give you a many times <laughs> on her, one of her few many trips Strolls. to Planned Parenthood. On a daily stroll to Planned Parenthood, and they give you a paper bag full of I'll call them goodies or whatever. Nice little euphemism. And I think you're talking about condoms. Sure, there we go, condoms <laughs> <laughs> and other things. Okay. And so my mom went to visit me when I was um, at undergrad, and I had to go to some, like, date party or whatever, and I said, Mom, whatever you do, don't clean, because her first inclination is to clean, which irritates the crap out of me. And so what's she do while I'm gone? Cleans. She cleans everything. And she finds this bag of stuff from Planned Parenthood that Condoms. I it was stuff. There was condoms and stuff in it. Do <laughs> you have to pry? <laughs> she hasn't even had the birds and the bees talk yet. Let's not push her. <laughs> Okay, keep going. So anyway, so there's a bag of stuff, condoms and things, underneath my bed that she pulls out and neatly sets next to my um, my bedside like table. And I get home, and it's, like, very obvious that she's found my bag of things. Condoms. <laughs> Condoms and things. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. And my mom <laughs> had nothing to say. She nothing. just, nothing. We never talked about it. It just sat the whole weekend. None of us talked about it. We didn't touch it. It never moved. It just sat there. That is so <laughs> funny. That's knowing that it was very much in the space. So <laughs> Ready? Piggybacking on your story. Go Way for more it. embarrassing. Like, not not going to use the, the, the brown paper bag and not say... Uh, my mom went in my drawer and found my vibrator, oh, my no. bag of weed, <laughs> and condoms. Oh, and no. just laid them individually out That's on my bed. Oh, yes. Laid them Wait, did you have a conversation about it? No, just sit she, there? But we're, we're very open about stuff. Laid them individually out on my bed. And I didn't, I didn't come home that day because I was sleeping in a friend's house. I come home the next day. There's a note. With a friend? Yeah. No, yeah. at a friend's house, a girlfriend, like whatever. Her I was having a sleepover. Jesus. Stuff. My, <laughs> I get back, and there's a note on my bed that says, Jesus still loves you. <laughs> my my housekeeper had come that day, found all three <gasps> things laid out on the bed, and wrote that, 
and the oh next day, oh and my like, God. was mortified. Oh, no. I never said anything to her about it. I went to my mom. I was like, Mom, what the hell? Like, what? why did you write me this note? She was like, I didn't write you any note. I just, like, <laughs> I was just messing with you. Put everything on your bed. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> so, so funny. So incredibly awkward. I don't that even know why. So I just, I hope that this, funny. I hope that this episode gets deleted and I never have to hear that no, story I'm ready, again. I'm ready for Sarah's, like. Yeah, you are. Jesus, I keep forgetting that we're on After Buzz. I'm ready for your, your family and then I'm ready to get talking about predictions. Sarah, and stuff. I mean, Goodness. For news do they think awesome. you're still a virgin? Yes, my mother thinks I'm still a virgin. <laughs> Sarah actually asked her mother to not listen to the show because she doesn't want her to find out anything. I didn't do that. That is so yeah. funny. I told my mom she's not. What do you mean she thinks she's still a virgin? Why, why, why are we still denying virgin? fans? In case Can we talk about that? Why are we denying fans? I'm sorry. My why mother are we cannot listen. Your mother of this joy? No, 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 no. My mother if and you're I. Listening, Mrs. Mrs. Stretton, please enjoy the show. Keep on listening. Please you have every and right. And I'd like to let you know your daughter is still a virgin. We will. Yes, mother. Talk to you about your daughter's virginity. Yes, mother, and her boyfriend's very excited about it. We'll talk. Yes, about mother. <laughs> love, love you, mother dearest. I love okay, you so much. So, are you close with your mom? Okay. Um, my mother and I have a very interesting relationship. Um, I don't even know where to start. Hmm. My mother was a single parent for 16 years. So, and in that time, she worked full-time. And I went to a lot of daycares, and she had a lot of boys. My mother's been proposed to nine times. Wow. wow. Um, yes. Yes, she has. Sex a woman. So, I've always been the child who got to judge all of them. Oh, yeah. It was great. It was And fantastic. she listened to your parents. Um, all but once, and the one that she didn't listen to me about, I still drive her crazy. She dated this guy. His name is Jim. Do we like Jim or no? No, no. Jim, no. Jim and Mr. <laughs> San Francisco can go burn. Okay, great. Okay, no. <laughs> this is, okay, I just had a problem because he was in their wedding, my my parents' wedding, and he was my dad's friend. And uh, so he's a backstabber. From, like, backstabber. from, like, childhood. Oh, no. And then, like. He was just really weird. He's a professional golfer. He read instruction manuals as a hobby and tried no, to get no, me no, to no, read no. them. No, uh, no, 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 no. He did what, take me to Hawaii. What did she so, like about him? I don't know. Are they still Hawaii? together? No, they're not. Thank goodness. Um, my mom actually got remarried uh, when I was 16 um, to a guy named Brent. He's really cool. He's literally the most mellow man in the entire planet. Like He's just chill. He's so chill. And my mom's like crazy. And so he's just like, Yes, dear. Whatever you want. Mom's like, rah, 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 rah. That's how it has to be. Yeah. And he's just like, yes, dear. Of course. But, like, he's a lawyer and really smart, and I guess he argues at work. But when he's home, he's like, sits on the couch, sometimes cooks his dinner. But you like... guys are close. Okay, back to my mother. So, we have phases where I can't talk to her about a lot of things that are, like, I don't know. We have a very strict line of, like, there's a line of comfortable topics and a line of uncomfortable topics. Sure. And we, but we stick to our line. Okay, and so what, give me an example of what's on one side of the line and what's on the other side of the line. Um, I just feel like I answered a lot of questions with, like, fine, good, and not trying to be mean way. It's just, like, my mother was a very strict parent, and I've always yeah. had to be very honest. Because mm-hmm. my mother was the one who was like, oh, you snuck out? Oh, guess what? You are losing your phone, you're losing your TV, you're losing your computer, and there was no way out. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't... I was a very good kid. So you were grounded frequently? If I did anything wrong, I was 
punished. Like, I currently want a tattoo, and I'm still... I'm obviously can get a tattoo. I'm so mortified to get one because my mother told me she would, like, disown me. Oh, and, like, same. That's so funny. And she as has a tattoo. As, not, not to be ridiculous, but as, as long as um, they're financially supporting you, as long as your mom is... What the hell can you do, though? Like, my parents threaten things sometimes. They're like, as supportive as they are, they're like, I'm like, I'm over 18. Leave me alone. And they're like, oh, yeah? Oh, good. Yeah, who pays for your college? Who pays your phone bill? (laughs) But my mother was the one who would, like, go through with it. Like, she's, like, lying. She's a very, and then she kind of drives me crazy because she's, she's a very smart woman. Like, she is extremely smart, extremely successful, like, businesswoman, like, really well respected. Who would you relate her to most on the show? Oh which, which woman character? Putting you on the spot here, I know. I guess... Because that's the thing. She's like a mix. Because in one aspect, she's like Brie. Uh-huh. She's like smart I'm, I'm, to the point. Be thinking about this. I'm asking everybody this question. Okay. Like, at one aspect, she's like Brie. She's a very smart, intelligent woman. Like, people respect her. They listen to her opinions. Maybe, like, even Lynette. Like, really business-oriented. And on the other hand, she's... I'm sorry, Mother, if you are listening. She is an idiot. Like, when she's at home with me... The woman turns off her brain, and it drives me literally insane. Okay. Because she does things that I'm like, how How are you successful? Like, you don't think straight. But closest to Brie, you would say. On one half, but then the other half, like, who's, like, the stupidest housewife? Like, on the one half, yeah. Beth, one Renee, half Brie. Gabby? Half Beth, half Brie. That's intense. Yeah, like, she's just like, la, la, la. Like, I'm not thinking, and then I'm brilliant, and it drives me insane. But... I don't know. She's okay. my mother. I love her. So, so that that's yours. All right, coming over here. What are we thinking? My mom is Brie meets Lynette. Okay. Ooh, tough mama. Mm, so yeah. so hard. So tough hard, mama. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a. Oof. I think my mom's probably Susan. Yeah. Okay. I. My mm. voice, Susan. Mm. Where with, she like, does little... blah, 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 broom. Yeah. My mom likes to no, think. <laughs> 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 my mom is convinced she like looks like Susan. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, That's but she did get proposed to nine times, so she and she hit on by Matthew McConaughey. Wow. <gasps> and he's so hot. I think he was on drugs. That's my excuse for it. <laughs> oh, that's so mean. Jesus Christ, you're being real mean to your mom I really right hope now. she's not listening. Yeah, really. And now <laughs> you're going to be grounded for life. Who's your mom most like, Roxy? I think between Susan and Gabby. Susan she, and Gabby. My mom, very much so, shopper, cares a lot about what she looks like and her clothes, and is very, like, spontaneous fun, but um, at the same time, is a really great mother, and... Always puts me first. Mm-hmm. So, like that, Susan, Susan Lynette in that aspect, and Gabby in the other aspect, I guess. She has aspects of all of them, except not really Brie. I don't, I don't see that as much. Um, but anyway, I think that that's a lot of talk about our own families. Yeah. About if, Phil. I want to hear what Phil's mother's like. My mom probably be like Lynette. Oh, I forgot oh, to ask. Uh, whatever, you don't mom. care about my mom, whatever. I do. I don't care about you either. I do care about my mom. She's like Lynette. Yeah. Why? Uh, just in the in the sense of uh, successful on her own. Okay. Um, you know, keep keeps the family together. Uh, divorced or together? Uh, well, unfortunately, my dad died. So Aww. there's no divorce. But, but they were but they were together up until then. Yes. Okay. But um, you know, so she kept us all together. And and very like, like headstrong that. woman. Yes, very. Okay, so we, we've got a, a mix of things going on here. We've, we've covered the entire board. I would love to get all of our moms in a room together and 
see oh, them interact. Boy, that would be special. That, I actually think that would be really well, funny. Well, that would I'm be. I'm just thinking about it. Uh, oh, right. Oh. Just flash forward us in, like, what, 20 years? I hope <laughs> That'd be the real now and then. I know. But if, if we have it any listeners still, if anybody still listens to all <laughs> yeah. of our life stories, I think they want to hear a little news and gossip. Well, this week, Eva Longoria believes she's taking... Oh, I'm starting way too early. I'm sorry, I will restart that. Here we go. Eva Longoria believes she's taking a step in the right direction and making a fresh start with a controlled and organized Chapter 11 bankruptcy after dealing with two allegedly fraudulent former business partners. Um, Beso Hollywood has not filed for bankruptcy and is not affected by the Las Vegas deal. In fact, Beso Hollywood continues to thrive, and all three are open, and business has never been better. All, all three? What's the third? So there's there's Beso uh, Vegas. Um, there's um, Hollywood. Beso Hollywood. Are there two in Hollywood? Well, there's there's two in Vegas. Uh, we talked mm. about this uh, last week, so, so the two in Vegas were going bankrupt. And are still because of the bad business partners, right? Yes, because of uh, you know fraud. The, it was, a, it was hey, a fraud just to make money. We were talking about um, AfterBuzz budget before uh, trip to Beso Hollywood. Is that an AfterBuzz oh, budget? Oh, we should do it. That would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah, maybe we'll even Talk host a show from either. there. That'd be fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll just call her right up. She's on my speed dial, actually. Hey, hey baby. Hello. Hey, hey girl. We could just hey girl, hey. call Maria and ask her now. She knows freaking everybody in the yeah, business. There we go. There we Let's go. Do it. Well, Eva Longoria turned some heads at the Golden Globes with her form-fitted, bare-backed Zach Posen dress. She admits, however, that she had some pre-award jitters since she was riding solo. She looked phenomenal. She was one of my favorite best. I mean, she looked incredible. She walked out, and I was like, oh. Incredible. Oh. Uh, my dad, who never says anything, we were on the phone later, and he was like, damn. She looked amazing. I know. Moving and on. If you're he is losing solo. out. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Well, anyway, Larry Hagman, who played Frank in this episode, said that his guest stint reminded him of his former show Dallas. He says he's a real prick, and I sure know how to play that. But that guy's a lot more blatant than my Dallas ca- character Jr. He also was in uh, Twenty Four. Was he? Really? Oh, okay, I thought maybe he was on Lost. Oh, maybe he was Lost. I couldn't place him. I and thought. Do you guys I, even remember Dallas? No. Wasn't that the soap opera yeah, that was like... Yeah, soap opera. Yeah. It was like an 80s thing. Yeah. yeah. Our mom was obsessed. Well, if you ask if I remember it, by that you mean I was born in the 90s, so I, I couldn't really remember it. I know you That's guys are like... That's a classic. But I, but I know all the... You yourself an actress. I watch all... I, I did just say the soap opera. I watch all AMC soaps. I, I ABC soaps. I love them so much. So, yeah. I respect them. She gives some respect. <laughs> well, Brenda Strong, who plays Mary Alice, has filed for divorce. She says, it's with great difficulty that we have decided to file for the dissolution of our marriage. We are grateful for the years we've shared and our beautiful son. We hope that the media will respect our privacy during this transition. Let me know what her husband is. Like a divorce speech or something yeah. or whatever, like a yeah. peace treaty, like what the It is grateful, to, it was with great difficulty. Yeah. Oh, sweetheart, it's a divorce, it's yeah, hard. It's it's like, I file for dissolution. Dissolution. Like, yeah, oh, I, I feel like she's trying to handle it maturely. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean like, people are going to look at it, at least try and say, you know. Does anybody something. know who, who has been this? I, no. I read about it, but now I can't remember. I think he's an actor. Whatever, okay. We'll move on. Facility Huffman, Marsha Cross, and Eva Longoria are demanding a higher paycheck. Mm. Back in August, TV Guide listed their salary at $400,000 
each. I wish. Per episode. <laughs> remember, remember we talked about this last week? <laughs> right. But details are not immediately available for the um, talks are private. They said, we are currently in talks and hope to reach an agreement soon. And that was said by Amber Woodward, an assistant to Huffman. The show is the network's most watched scripted show with an average of 13.1 million viewers per night. Um, 5.75 million of them are in the target range of advertisers who fork out about 210,000 for a 30 second ad. This is what we were talking about last week. And I I asked you guys, do we think that they will be able to make a million per episode? No. No? I don't think they'll get there. Mm-mm. What do you think? I think mm-hmm. be happy that A, you have a show. Yeah. Be happy that you are. I'm not big. saying they should. I'm saying what do they think will happen. I don't think they'll get there. I think maybe they'll get to seven or. Oh, see, I was thinking even lower. I was like thinking not too, too, too much. I think much. if anything, they'll get. Uh, 500. 500. I was thinking 500. Yeah. Wait, who are we missing there? We're missing Susan. Oh. She probably gets, she gets paid more, I think. Why? She's the first one. She was like the big one in the beginning, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, she was like, Terry Hatcher was like the big star. Remember, here's the thing, you know, uh, like for Friends, everyone like they all puts the band them. together. Band, yeah. Well, not even that. Friends itself, okay, they were getting a million an episode. They were raking in 30 to 40 million viewers a night. Yeah. And they also, I don't think, did that until the last two seasons, yeah. season nine and ten, so little different. But, I, again, I, but we also have to figure in, I mean, we're what. People are watching TV in, in, in so many different forms and mediums now, yeah. like through Hulu, yeah, free streaming true. television, internet. So, I mean, how can you keep money. track of those? Well, whatever they're asking. Yeah, because they're, the shows are, are being created for advertisers. Whatever yeah. it is they're demanding, though, they better get, because I'm not going to watch if other people start joining on the no. show. No, I think, There's I think no way. They need to, I think they need to, like, let loose. I mean, who, Eva Longoria, as much as I love her or whatever... Who are you without Desperate Housewives? Out of ever, out of, nah, uh, mm. I mean, yeah. it created her career, yes, but she's also. What is she well, who is she without Desperate Housewives? A gorgeous girl who can get a job. Yeah, there we go. Who, who, she has like eight different. Who's been showcased this right season? Now. Yeah. She has like eight different beauty campaigns. She'll be oh, but how do we know her? Desperate Housewives. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Got it. She, yeah. Very true. Well, and that's your After Buzz TV Desperate Housewives news and gossip for the week of January 17th, 2011. I still can't get over the 2011 part. Of wild. So, yeah, I mean, time to move on from 2010, Roxy. It's been 17 days. You know what? Not, not to bring it down, but I was thinking the other day, that that means that uh, 9-11 was straight 10 years ago. Isn't that crazy? Oh, no, it wasn't 10 years ago. It was well, more than as that, of, you know, yeah, but I mean, as of September, like I'm talking about the year. Whatever, I'm just saying. Long time been a long, long time. And, and what do you refer to those as? What just happened? As the, the tens? Like, you're talking about? I mean, what's happening the now? The zeros. Oh, we zero. just passed the zeros and now we're in the, I guess, the tens. You know, go we, talk the about, like, we talk about the 20s, the 30s. Yeah. Like, what, it's, you're you're in the zeros. Yeah, the zeros? Yeah. yeah. I, I guess I would always just say, like, 2000, like, four. I don't yeah. know, 2000s. I don't, I don't know. know. Like, it, it, it was weird. I was thinking about that the other day. Anyway, that was just me rambling on. Uh, I want to talk about predictions. We had a lot of different things that we wanted to predict, but we saw nothing. nothing. And out of all of us, the four girls didn't react much, but Phil pissed about seeing nothing. Yeah, Phil needs to write a letter. What, Phil said, what the heck? Where yeah. are my predictions? Yeah, we saw a <laughs> Brothers and Sisters preview, and I was like, okay, that's wonderful, but nothing to do Is with Is After Buzz cover, though? We, no, not currently. Maybe eventually. That's a good show, though. I love that mm-hmm. show. I too. Okay, so let's just run down the list here. What do we see happening with 
Hmm, Susan, dialysis, everything going on there. I think it's going to become, a, I think they're going to keep kind of brushing it to the side. I think it's going to become a side story. Yeah, okay. That's just what I think. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just not realistic. She's not going to get a kidney anytime soon, and they're not going to keep filming her doing dialysis. Is she going to become friends with Dick? Maybe. I, I see a little relationship Maybe. going on there. Not anything, obviously, not sexual. But yeah. Whatever. Um, we see that Lynette and Tom have completely dropped the Tom-Renee situation. Okay, whatever with that. But in the future, is that going to get brought back up? Maybe. There might be some trust issues, some lingering. I feel like something's going to happen. I mean, something has to happen. I think Renee wanting a kid. Yeah, that somehow. has something to do mm. with it. Okay. I don't, but I don't see how those tie together. Maybe though. Renee had a baby and gave it up for adoption. Oh, my God. That would be crazy. And then, oh, my gosh. No. That would totally work out logistically. <laughs> and then Bob. And, and then Bob and, later, <laughs> and, and, then, and then Lynette dies and she yeah, could be with him. I was really about to say that. Really? No. <laughs> uh, all right, Gabby, Carlos. So does Gabby go to therapy? Do we think? Yeah, she needs to. All right, <laughs> that's all we have to say about that. Are we ever going to see Grace again? Yeah. I, I don't care if Grace, the actual little girl, comes back. That's fine. But Princess Victoria, it needs. She better to, be gone. She needs to go. I would like to see Grace retire to her box eventually. Yeah. Yes. No. Not dumpster. Out of the box in the car. The oh, that's right. In the car. Yeah. They didn't even care that their car was just stolen. But... <laughs> well, they have money for days. Whatever. I don't understand how a car could get stolen and you not get it back. Like, if my car was stolen, I would get it back. Of course I? you would. Unless yeah. they, you know, tear it up and sell it at parts. Right on Craigslist. They normally do. Yeah, parts. but then you, you like you have insurance. You know, doesn't. The company replaced. I, I sound like the most ignorant. Piece <laughs> I don't of know. Crap. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't think that they replaced your car fully. Like it's not like oh, here's the exact same here's car you have. Car. It's like what they do is they'll be like oh, they'll they'll well, pay you out. Like y- yeah, but it's a lot a less. Portion. It's like oh, well, the it was only worth value. this much, exactly. and then you have right. to dock like your miles, and we don't know what condition right. it's in. And blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Anyway, do so we still get like a fifteenth of what the car is. Although, Gabby and Carlos don't care. They don't care. They have money for days. They care more about the eight hundred dollar doll that's missing or whatever it is. Um, all right, what about with Bob and Lee in that situation? Are they going to bring the kid to Renee? Oh, 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 oh. I think we're getting told to shut up at this point. Hey, just answer, Bob and Lee, are they going to bring the kid to Renee and is Renee going to be all happy? Yes. To hold on to yes. Paul and Beth, what's going to happen there? Oh, my goodness. Paul's going to track down his son. Bring Keith to see if I know about Amber. Yes. Eventually, yes. That's ending. She's going to be so masterminding. That's going to be That's her nickname. I can give my full prediction, but I will analyze my prediction once it comes true. Engineer how she and the entire analyze? TV Is that what you just said? If you have any questions, comments, or would like to host an AfterBuzz show of your own, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. Or buzz into our Twitter account or Facebook page by searching AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. I want a piece of this. I always want to say. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.